to 13. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. It says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. This is the fivefold ministry. Fivefold ministry. Before that, there was nothing like that. Before that, there was nothing like that. Christ initiated these people as the heads of the church. As the heads of the church. And his representation here on, on earth as the heads of the church. Amen. Before that, it was the priests. And even in the time of Jesus, you see the priests contending with God, contending with, with Jesus and everything that Jesus does. Amen. So Jesus established a new uh, leadership in the body of Christ, a new leadership. Amen. And this is the priests and the, this is the, the apostles, the fivefold ministry. Amen. So if you look at the account of Jesus' death, in Matthew 27, verse 51, it says that the curtains of the temple at the moment was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. Amen. The curtains was torn in two. The earth shook and the rocks split. Amen. This is, this is when Jesus died. At his death, this is what this is the account they did, that the curtains in the temple into the the, the 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 earth shook that means there was an earthquake amen and the rocks split the rocks were broken the rocks the rocks broke open amen and i believe that this this has some spiritual significance because at the time of jesus death, something was happening amen it, it had a representation it wasn't just just things happening amen it didn't say that the temple was broken. It said the curtains in the temple. There were things, there were particular things, there were signs showing something. Amen. I believe this is what it shows. The curtains ripping apart from top to bottom shows that Christ has given us access into his presence. He has given us access into the presence of God. Now, anyone can come into the presence of God. At first, it was a priest that came to the presence of God and he came on behalf of the people. Amen. He came on behalf of the people. The, the, the priesthood ministry was established in the time of Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. God called Aaron and made him a priest. His, his children, he made them priests. Amen. And so the descendants of Aaron uh, and his children, and the Levites were priests. Amen. So that was the priesthood ministry after the order of Aaron. But here is Christ. He is now setting up a new kind of leadership. He's setting up a new kind of leadership. So this is where he, he, he decommissions the priesthood ministry out of the order of Aaron. He commissions it and he establishes a new kind of leadership in the church. That is the fivefold ministries. Amen. Amen. So we give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. It's going on smooth so far. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, so that's what happened. The earth shifting represents a shifting. Amen. Scientists show that when there's an earthquake, when there's an earthquake, there are shifts in tectonic plates. Tectonic plates lie under the earth, in the earth's mountain. There are shifts in tectonic plates. Amen. And this shift causes the earthquake. Amen. So at Jesus' death, there was an earthquake. There were shifts in tectonic plates. Amen. Representing a shift in authority. Amen. Representing a shift in leadership. Uh, power was shifting from the priest to the apostles. Power was 
preaching from the priest to the apostles. So you realize that after Jesus said, the priests were not bound up with power. The priests were not bound up with power. It was the apostles that were bound up with power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The rocks splitting. It says that the earth shook and the rock splits. The rock splitting represents a breaking of foundation. God broke the foundation of the priesthood ministry out of the order of Aaron and established a new priest, a new uh, leadership in the church. And in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, you see him saying, he says that, and I tell you that you are Peter. And this, on this rock, I will build my church. The gates of Hades will not overcome it. Hallelujah. God established a new rock. He broke the old rock and established a new rock. And he's saying in Matthew 16, verse 18, I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Hallelujah. And so you see that this is the, this is the, the introduction of the old ministries. New leadership in the church. Amen. 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 So focusing on the apostolic ministry, don't you see God when when did it when was it initiated? When did it start? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When did it start? In Mark 16, verse 15. Mark 16. And he appointed twelve to continue to be with him, and that he might send them out to preach as apostles. Special messengers. So this is where this is the initiation. He appointed them. He appointed them. He appointed them. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. This is where he appointed them. Aliba Santa Labarindis will be doing the shady answer. Aliga Sandal will be doing the shady answer. In Luke 15, in Luke 9, in Luke 9, verse 1 to 5, verse 1 says that then Jesus called together the 12 apostles and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Amen. So this is the initiation. He called them, he appointed them. The Bible says that you do not choose, you do not choose me, but I chose you. Amen. Amen. Did not choose me, but I chose you. I chose you. Hallelujah. And so that's the initiation of the apostolic ministry. God chose them. And that's the thing about the apostolic ministry. You cannot choose to be an apostle. You cannot choose to be an apostle. It has to be given. 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 cannot choose to be it. It has to be given. Matthew the state says that and he went up on the hillside and called to himself. Called to himself. He called them. 
He says, whom he wanted and chose and came to him. So he wanted them, he chose them and they came to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No one can decide one day and decide that I want to be an apostle. No, it has to be given. You have to be called. You have to be called. No one can just get up and say, I will do it. As everybody will do it. And that's the thing. There are, there, are, there are people who are there. Who God has they are, they are naming themselves as apostles. They name themselves as prophets and teachers. And I'm aware of those false people. Hallelujah. John 15, verse 16 says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I said you, that I have planted you, that you must go and bear fruit, and keep on bearing fruit, that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain, abide. So whatever you ask the Father in my name, as presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. Hallelujah. This is Jesus talking to the apostles before he went. And he said, You didn't choose me. I chose you, I called you, I called you for it, and I have made you, I have appointed you. Hallelujah. So that you might go and bear fruits, that you might go and bear fruits. Hallelujah. So this is the ministry of the apostles, the ministry of the apostles. You see in Luke 9, verse 2. In Luke 9, verse 2. It's in the chat section, so you can follow. In Luke 9, verse 2, is it? And he said to them, out, he sent them out to announce and preach the kingdom of God and to bring healing. And he said to them, do not take anything for your journey, neither walking stick, nor wallet, nor food, nor of any kind, nor money, and do not have you undergarments. So wherever, wherever house you go, enter, stay there until you go away. And wherever you, they do not receive and accept and welcome you, you leave that town, shake all the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is the commission that he gave the apostles. This is the mystery of the apostolic. So they should go into the places where Christ has been mentioned. This is the place where they do not know God. The places where they do not know God. He says, and make known, make known, announce the gospel, 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 amen. The ministry of the apostolic is a ministry that sets foundations and breaks the ground, amen. It's a ministry that sets foundations and break the ground that's one that's one very key part of that ministry so they going around to the places christ has not been mentioned it's a sign of laying a foundation of christ amen paul says what other foundation can we lay if not the foundation of christ amen what foundation can we lay not the foundation of christ ephesians chapter 2 verse 20. ephesians 2 verse 20. It says that you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself, the chief cornerstone. Amen. The foundation they lay is Christ. The foundation they lay is Christ. 
they go to places where Christ has not been mentioned. They go to places with no evidence and no sign and no idea of God, and they go and make known the gospel. Hallelujah. All those foundations are not just foundations in places, but they are foundations in people's hearts. They lay the foundation of Christ in people's hearts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so there's one thing that people don't really understand. When you go around and, and, and mess up evangelism and you minister to someone. Person does not accept Christ, and the person does not, or the person throws you aside, and 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 and, uh, and the person snubs you. Don't be discouraged, because whatever you've done, whatever way you spoke, is laying a foundation. Whatever way you spoke, whatever thing you said, is laying a foundation. Don't worry, lay a foundation. It's not where the apostles went. That accepted. It's not where that they went and spoke that people need. No, they laid the foundation. They laid the foundation. It's a ministry of laying foundation. It's a ministry of laying foundation. Hallelujah. They laid the foundation. They laid the foundation. In the name of Jesus. I will lay foundations. I will lay foundations. I will lay foundations. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. It says, according to the grace, this is Paul speaking. It says, according to the grace, the special endowment for my task of God bestowed on me like a skillful architect and master builder. I lay the foundation. Now another man is building upon it. Hallelujah. He laid the foundation as an apostle. Is it the, the, according to the grace, a special endowment for his task as an apostle? Hallelujah. God bestowed on him. The times God has bestowed on him. Amen. He says he laid the foundation. Even now another is building upon it. Another another office, another ministry is building up. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, let him be careful how he builds upon it. Amen. Verse 11 is for one for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus. Amen. That's what Peter is saying. The chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. It is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the sources. But if anyone builds upon the foundation, whether it be gold, silver, precious to wood, the skeleton. The work of each one will become plainly open, known. For the day of Christ will disclose and declare it, because it will, it will be revealed with fire. And fire will test and critically appraise the character and worth of each person, of, of the work each person has done. Hallelujah. So if the work which any person has built on this foundation survives, he will get his reward. But if anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer the loss of it all, losing his reward, though he himself will be saved, but only as one who has to fire. Amen. All that I've read, Paul is saying something. He says that he the, the, the foundation he has laid 
foundation he has laid is Christ, and another man is building upon it. He's giving a warning to so anyone that builds upon that foundation. He says, "Be careful, be careful not to lay another thing. No, 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 no. Be careful as to how you build on it, because in the day it will be tried. It will be tried. Amen. You get to understand what that that that, that is. It will be tried. Be tried. And he says that if it if it it will be tried by fire, and if it prevails, you receive your reward. But if it, if it does not prevail, it's it's a loss unto you. It is a loss unto you. Let me tell you something. Now what Paul is talking about? He's talking about the seal of apostleship. He's talking about the seal of apostleship. Now what is that seal of apostleship? He's talking about the seal of apostleship. The seal of apostleship. Amen. Now, First Corinthians chapter nine, verse one. It says, "Am I not an apostle?" Paul is speaking. Am I not an apostle, a special messenger? Am I not free, unrestrained, and exempt from any obligation? Because have I seen Jesus our Lord? Are you, you yourselves not the products and of my workmanship in the Lord? He says, Are you yourselves? He's speaking the Corinthians, are you yourselves not the products and proof of my workmanship in the Lord? Hallelujah. Yes, even if verse two, even if I am not considered an apostle, a special messenger, by others, at least I am one to you. For you are the seal, the certificate, and living evidence of my apostleship in the Lord. Amen. Now, apostleship, they can, they, there must be something to show for it. So apostles go around to go around to places and lay churches, lay foundations. So so then Paul is writing to his the letters, he's writing to his his, his, his the, the, the Right to the school of his apostleship, the letters to the Corinthians, the Ephesians, to, to, to the Philippians, the letters he's writing to the churches that are established in those areas. Are you with me? Are you with me? He's writing to the people, the, the churches he established in those areas. He's writing to the foundations that he had laid in those areas, amen. And he said that if I'm not an apostle. Yes, if I don't consider me an apostle, at least I am to you. Why? Because I laid the foundation. Amen. As so one of the evidences of apostles that they lay foundations, they lay foundations, and God can send someone to a place in the of the apostle, and the person will lay a foundation where they do not have a church, where they do not speak about God. They will lay a foundation. Paul even laid a foundation in the house of Caesar. In the house of Caesar. Hallelujah. In the house of Caesar. So writing the letter in, in, in one of the, the salutations, he, he said that the Christians and the believers in the house of Caesar greet you. He laid foundation wherever he went. That is apostolic ministry. Wherever he went, he laid foundations. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, he leaves the brand is everything. He 
John de la Papa Revisiting, Officio Hanley had long been and bigger soon be the foundations, maybe Rado Shadow. May we lay foundations in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I pray in my soul. May I lay foundations everywhere I go. May I foundation, oh God, the foundation that is Christ in the name of Jesus. Disciples to show in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As Go into all the world and preach. Make disciples, make disciples, make disciples, make disciples. Make disciples. Charlie visited the other level. So, second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. So, indeed, the signs that indicate a genuine apostle were performed among you fully and most patiently in miracles and wonders and empty works. So this is another sign of an apostle. There, there are uh, there are miracles, signs and wonders that are complete. Amen. The master and the Lord went with them. The Lord followed them. The people that God had sent forth, the Lord with them. It was confirming their words. The signs following. Uh, the Bible says attaching sign. The, the one, one of the symbol in the sign for a true apostle is the signs follow. The sign that follow. It's, it's scripture. It's word. Signs follow. Hallelujah. Amen. If God has sent you, if Jesus has sent you, if God, if Jesus has appointed you, the signs will follow you. It has nothing to do with you. The signs will follow you once you do the work. If Jesus has truly sent you, Amen. 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 We held the things the apostles did. All the things that Peter Shadow was healing the sick. We heard that acorns and handkerchiefs from Paul were casting out demons. How can an acorn cast out demons? It's attaching signs. Was the acorn special? Was it special? Was it given to him by an acorn? No, it was made by a man. But because it was associated with his ministry, oh, it was for a sign and one. Hallelujah. It was not a light of God that shined on people that casted the shadow. No, it was a normal light. It was a sunlight. Lay people on the street so that Peter's shadow will pass on them and heal them. Signs that follow. Amen. 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 And a sign of a true oppression is that they have seen Jesus. They have seen Jesus. They have seen Jesus. They have seen Jesus. Oh, they have seen Jesus. You cannot be an apostle if you have not seen Jesus. You have not seen Jesus. You have not seen Jesus. So Peter is saying in Second Peter. Second Peter. This one, chapter one, verse sixteen. That's for we were not following cleverly devised stories. We made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and His arm. But we were eyewitnesses of majesty. We were eyewitnesses. They saw Him. They saw Him. 
they were eyewitnesses of his majesty his majesty they had seen him they have seen him amen hallelujah hallelujah poor high and continues First John one verse one says we are right about the word of life. In him who existed from the beginning, whom who seen with our eyes, whom we have seen with our own eyes, you are you are you are, you are representing God. Then of course we are. God, you are speaking about God, whom we have seen with our own eyes, uh, whom we have heard, whom we have heard, who we gaze upon for ourselves and have touched. That's why it's, it's, it's people come in and talk about things that they have not known and have not experienced. They come and talk about the Christ they don't know. Trust me, if you are a true apostle, you will know Christ. You see, in the, the account of Acts, the, the, the high priest, Akin Peter, taking John, they beat them, they lashed them, they, 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 they threatened them with prison. These people couldn't keep silence. Why? Because the things they have seen, the things they have encountered, the things they have handled with their hands. They are not talking about the speaker and the apostles had encountered Jesus physically because they walked with him. But what about me? What about you? But well, the example is Paul. Paul, on his way to Damascus, saw God. God appeared to him in a vision. Jesus appeared to him in a vision. And after he was blind, after the vision, sent the prophet to lay hands on him. Oh. Oh, and that laying hands on him was an initiation program to the apostle. And he didn't just get up and go out. No, he went to scriptures for 14 years. Revelation of the of Jesus. So no one could convince Paul that Jesus is the truth. There is a lie. Because he had received revelation of love. He had seen him in the light of scripture. He has seen that Jesus is not walking among us now. Not walking that you encounter him, that you see him, that you will be eyewitnesses of him. And you can see Christ in scripture. You can see 
respect that you can see Christ in visions, in dreams. There are people in this day who are apostles that Jesus appeared to them in a dream. Oh, you can't tell them they didn't see Christ. You can't tell them that they are lying. And what they are is false. They have strong conviction. Hallelujah. And I pray for you wherever you are. That if you haven't received the conviction of Jesus yet, may you discover discover him or discover Christ just as Paul sat and dedicated 40 years of his life to discovering who Jesus was may you discover Christ even as you study the Bible even as you open the scripture may the light of scripture be exposed unto you I pray oh may the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you will no, my revelation, Christ in Scripture, in the Old Testament, He is all over. In the Old Testament, He is all over. This Christ, counter that cannot be shaken, and a counter on a strong foundation that will be a conviction in Christ that, that no one can convince you otherwise. You know for a factor, and you know all oh, that Christ exists, and you will not communicate. Ever cleverly devised fables, you will not communicate stories of someone's testimony, but you have your own and stand bold and pray the word of God in the name of Jesus. I pray, whoever listening to this, oh God, that you have set apart and chosen, you said in your word, oh, you said in your word that you did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you, I declare anyone listening to this audio, anyone listening to this message, oh God, that that is set apart for an apostolic ministry. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I release that ministry. I pray. And I speak that person in into the apostolic grace in the name of Jesus as a foundation setter, as a groundbreaker in the name of Jesus I declare wherever that person step that person will lay a foundation of Christ a foundation that will last in the name of Jesus oh as Jesus as a chief cornerstone I declare wherever the person goes oh God there will be a testimony of Jesus on his lips a testimony that cannot be revoked in the name of Jesus, raise any time I'm apostle. Raise any time I'm apostle. Santa, and according to the word of God, according to the word of God, according to the word of God, you are in the center. I declare signs will follow. I declare signs will follow. Oh, according to him. That says that the action signs, signs followed in the name of Jesus, as these people stop in faith of God, in Masanda, as this will speak of God, in, in the name of Jesus, may they give glory unto you. Don't glorify yourself, sir, but may they give glory unto you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, may they people not give glory unto themselves. May they, may they surrender all the glory unto you. In the name of Jesus, leave us under the 
leadership within the church sitting the final time i will give you and i will give you two shepherds after my heart after my heart after my heart who teach you who give you knowledge and true understanding in the name of jesus this is the time of the true shepherds this is a time of the true spiritual leaders in the church to rise in the name of jesus God appointed them in the time of, of Peter, uh, John, of, of Paul. He appointed them, but in this time, he's appointing new apostles, new apostles that will come and do the works that the apostles did in Acts. And do the works that the apostles did in more. Oh, is this greater works could you do? do more in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory, we give you praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that despite all the attempts of the enemy, this word will go, it will go far. Oh God, this word will hit every heart of, a, of an apostle in the name of Jesus will be revived. In the name of Jesus, every dormant ministry of the apostolic line, a waste in someone's heart, and whoever it is, as they listen in the name of Jesus, it will be quickened, oh God, and rise up in faith and boldness, just as you gave the apostles greater grace and greater authority, they will, they will rise up in the name of Jesus, set foundations, they will break grounds, and they will make the gospel of Jesus Christ known everywhere they go. And oh Lord, signs are ah, signs of confirmation, signs will accompany in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.